Josh Bertaccini joining us, the voice of that part of the country. I've been waiting a long time for this. The moment you've been waiting for. JB, maybe you can do commentary live. And the show that everyone's been talking about. Not the game that I go out there and die for and play every game like it's my last. It's time for the real NWA JP. At least I work the place that you can find when you're looking for it. Follow, watch, and listen across social media at the real NWA JP. Okay, all right, it's all about the little things. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at therealnwajp.com. You were man on fire last night on the post game. You've started your day in the right way. Let's talk sports. This is primetime television here, folks. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini. I feel like it's uh, it's one of those mornings, isn't it? Where it's almost like a post-game show conversation mixed into a morning show all in one. But that's what we got today, so that's what we'll call it, and that's how we'll roll it. And it's great to have you here as we chop it up and talk some sports. Hanging out here, Bunker Studio, Team B Media. Y'all are fantastic to find us and lend us your ears, your hearts, for some conversation in the mornings. 90 minutes coming at you live of reaction and all the rest of it to the day's sporting events. And then always looking ahead to the big picture and what is coming up down the horizon as well. We got the People's Post Game Show two days away now uh, from round, or are we six on basketball? I think it's six. Two days away, and Hogs are going to be going for two in a row, which is a winning streak, and it has happened before. After Arkansas dominates Missouri 91-84, how about 91 points for this Razorback basketball team in Columbia last night? I feel like the final score not nearly as reflective of the game that went down as it could be. But you know what? That's par for the course. That's what you have here in the world of sports. Oftentimes, no, it does not reflect the game that you expected it to reflect, but Arkansas dominated this basketball game. Make no mistake about it. If you're throwing the show on today and you're like, JB's making too much of a seven point win over a terrible Missouri team. You probably didn't watch the game. Mostly Arkansas looking as good as it has looked all season. And I might go all the way back to Duke and that basketball game back in what late November, but it has been a long time since Arkansas has looked that good. But yesterday, playing physical basketball, aggressive, intimidating, featuring Makai Mitchell, who over the last two games has reemerged as one of the better bigs, certainly on this team, the best big, but one of the better bigs in the SEC. He's in domination mode. He's not doing anything different. He's not settling for jumpers. He's not throwing up three balls. This is Makai Mitchell Banging down low and getting to the bucket and not being denied. And how about the team basketball? Everybody's sharing the rock. Jalen Graham playing outstanding defense. How about JG getting a start and ripping it up? I I thought an inspirational win for Arkansas last night. On the road, first opportunity all year to get a road dub. You did it. Uh, Not the first opportunity, first successful opportunity. There you go. And you did it. And so now you're two and six in the SEC and your season is not over. I'm alive. I'm alive. And so are you. Yeah, it's not over. Hogs at two and six. We talked 
even after the loss on Saturday's post game about how close this team was now to get into the other side of it. And what's the other side of it back in the race? I mean, it's an upcoming slate here with LSU and Georgia, the next two games, you almost feel like Arkansas should win them both and get to four and six in the league. And then what happens? I mean, then you're talking about a team that's right back in the race for the postseason. Now, last year's team went eight and 10 in the league. I think we were asked that yesterday. I thought it was nine and nine. I was off eight and 10 last year for Arkansas. And yet they made the NCAA tournament. I think if this year's team can get to eight and 10, which would be what the rest of the way you're two and six right now. So six and four after the win last night. So a seven and four closing stretch. That doesn't sound unrealistic. You got another game with Missouri. That one's at Bud Wall. And again, a game with Vanderbilt, who's terrible. You got two games with LSU, who's really bad. And the schedule does open up for Arkansas down the stretch. I know folks want to look past that right now. It's easier just to talk about the dumpster fire and yada, yada, yada. I don't know. Um, I'm not going to predict they make the NCAA tournament here, but I will tell you, like I've told you the last couple of years, that you do need to let the whole season play out. The fans overreact. They get caught up uh, in, in, in the race, in the chase. Their emotions run rampant. That's my role here is to be the, the objective voice, to be the guy who finds some kind of middle ground between the sanity and the insanity. And uh, I, I just thought all around a really good performance by Arkansas yesterday. Sure, the defense got a little sloppy late, and Dennis Gates and Missouri stretched it out. Tamar Bates, a heck of a player, scored 29 to lead all scores in the game. But I think, really, this is a Missouri team that, that, that's slight on, uh, on talent. You got to see Connor Vanover again last night, looking all shaggy-haired and thicker, and he's just way too slow to play in the NBA. It's not going to happen for him. I don't see that as his path forward. But uh, Vanover knocked down a three, played pretty well. Missouri was outclassed. This was an Arkansas team yesterday that looked more in the mold of what you expected before the year. And let's be honest about that, too. I mean, Keon Menefield in the mix and playing well. Really, the whole team getting after it and playing some good team-oriented basketball. And so Arkansas finds a way to get itself an important victory and now you'll just keep moving it forward and see if you can't make it a couple in a row. Uh, again, 22 points for Tremont Mark, a quiet 22 if that's a thing, as he paced his way there throughout the game with, you know, smart shot attempts and didn't force things and really let it come to him. Running a lot of point guard, too. I thought Mark had himself a heck of a basketball game last night. And obviously, Makai Mitchell, we've already discussed with a double-double just domination mode, career high, 19 points, 14 rebounds. This one game after 13 points and 14 rebounds. And uh, look, Mitchell, 34 minutes off the bench, led the team in playing time along with Tremont Marks, 34. If Mitchell's going to play like this the rest of the way this year, this team is definitely far from being finished. Now, Missouri at 0-8 in the league is not good. I get that. And you can talk that up all you want, but all you can do is play the games that are on your schedule and win them. And I thought Arkansas yesterday, outside of Bates going off for the 29 points, you really bottled up everybody else on that Missouri team. You, you let Bates get his, but you did not let anybody else beat you. Arkansas looked coached up last night. Metafield, 16 points. How good was it to see him again? Off the pine, where have you been lately, brother? Four of 11 from the floor, two of three from downtown. 
made all six free throws, three assists, two rebounds, had one turnover on a bad entry pass, but mostly played great basketball. Layden Blocker got the start. We found that out about a half hour before the game that the the Little Rock native would get a chance to be in the starting lineup, and I thought Layden played really well. 29 minutes, nine points, three boards, two assists, had a steal, a nasty dunk on the outlet from Graham. How about Jalen Graham last night? I mentioned him already. 13 points, 6 of 11 shooting in 25 minutes. He was tremendous, starting at the 4 alongside Chandler Lawson. And Graham had 4 steals and 3 blocks to go alongside 4 assists. So Graham led the team in assists, steals, and blocks last night and was one of 4 hogs in uh, double figures. Pretty impressive stuff. He shoot just under 60% from the floor in the first half. Finished the game at 54%. Missouri gets up to 45%. But how about the way Arkansas attacked this game? Inside, point paints, just destroying Missouri down low. By a 3-1 to margin for much of the game, you end up putting 60 points in the paint on the board to their 20. I mean, just crushing them. And uh, they were hitting threes. I'll give them that. But you were not giving up buckets on the inside. How about Arkansas only taking six threes? in this basketball game last night. Arkansas, four of six from downtown behind the arc in the basketball game while Missouri was 10 for 20. Hogs, 21 to 26 from the free throw line. Missouri, 20 to 22. Both teams shot very well from the free throw line. 18 turnovers for Missouri, 15 for Arkansas. Rebounding, Hogs got it done on the glass, outboarding Missouri on the road, 35 to 26. So, Uh, Missouri put 56 points on the board in the second half, double what they scored in the first half. Arkansas led 47 to 28 at the break. It felt like this game was over because it basically was. And now Arkansas has a chance to stretch this into something. LSU, 11 a.m. on Saturday morning. It's a very important game. ESPN2 and Baton Rouge will be on the air with your People's Post Game Show, as I mentioned earlier, right after, thinking right around 1 o'clock. And then it's uh, and then it's a week off chance to get back in the lab, as some folks describe it in practice land, and get ready for a home game with Georgia on February the tenth, Saturday night, five o'clock. That'll be your only game next week, and you're home for Tennessee coming up on Valentine's Day at eight o'clock. So if you can get LSU and Georgia be four and six with Tennessee coming to town. I mean, the crowd would be pumped up. You'd have a chance to win that, get a defining victory here. You still got a chance to go to Kentucky later. Look at me. It ain't over yet. That's how much of a difference one win can make for a basketball team. It ain't over yet. Now let's go big picture. Real NWAJB. Josh Bertuccini with the Abunkus Studio as we sound off and make it happen. Presented by Team B Media and all these tremendous sponsors that you hear throughout the breaks and throughout the programs. And I just can't say enough about this community we live in here in Northwest Arkansas. Back to the sports big picture. And in particular on the Hog Hoops team here. It has been unbelievable with the rumor mill churning. And it's not just a rumor mill. I mean, you obviously have a lot of factual things that have occurred, like Arkansas struggling bad and Musselman's camp reaching out, and whether it's a leveraging tactic or not, you're getting confirmation from beat writers and folks around the country that there has been contact made. I don't think that stuff's made up. But then again, I'm not a big fake news guy, you know? 
I know that was funny and people liked it for a while and it's just fake news and it's media media, but it doesn't really work in the internet world because anybody who has a social media account is in the media. So let's calm down with that. Now, you know, if, if your job like mine is to talk about sports for a living and literally be a functioning full-time member of the media, you better be careful not only with what you perpetuate out there, but also with the things that you discuss. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't think it's just about what you say. A lot of the time it's what you're willing to talk about. And I'm absolutely willing to talk about these conversations, um, these topics at hand. Absolutely. This is the place we have those conversations. So, you know, Eric Musselman and his interest in Arizona State or UCLA, I think that's real. Doesn't mean he'd be willing to give up a golden goose here at Arkansas for the unknown in the Southwest, closer to home. I don't know. I don't know that. I'm not him, but it sure is fascinating to talk about. What up in? The, what about up in the Great White North? What about up in Minnesota? Oh, don't you know? A lot of snow, very cold. Oh yeah. Uh, Minneapolis, an underrated city. You really want to go there and do that? What about Louisville? That is not an underrated city. But it's a big-time college basketball program with a lot of money in the coffers. I mean, do you want to go up that route somewhere in the middle of the country up north? I don't know if you do. Then I've had folks saying there's an NBA opportunity out there. He's going to jump at it. Based on the conversations I've had with Musk throughout the last few years, I don't believe that to be the case. I think that he has, you know, paid his dues enough to know what's best for him and his career, G League college basketball, pro basketball, whatever. And I, I think he's a college coach at this point. Look, he's in his late 50s. What's he, 56, 57? How many years does he have left? 10, 15? I mean, you know, coach forever. And um, you got a good gig here in Fayetteville. And so I think you you have to point out that whatever leveraging might be going on and contract negotiation might be going on right now, it doesn't mean Eric Musselman wants to leave Fayetteville. Folks, that's what a negotiation is. You don't put all your cards on the table. You put on the table what you feel you need to to get what you think you deserve. And either you get it or you don't. And then you react accordingly. Uh, Eric Musselman's due for a raise, y'all. This is not a made-up story. It's not, oh, the media, it's amazing. These crazy fans are going to drive away our coach. That's not what's happening. Now, the rumors about players and relationship, we talked about that yesterday. That stuff to me is inappropriate. Uh, you're trying to invade people's personal lives and be puritanical about it and judge them for what they do. It doesn't make sense to me. You know, it, it really just doesn't. When you're trying to tell people what they should do and what they should talk about, I just, I'm not into that. I'm more of a, a freedom of choice kind of guy when it comes to people's lives, guys, girls, whatever. You should be able to live your life the way you want to. But let's not be reckless about it. And let's not throw things at the wall just for the sake of doing it, right? So Eric Musselman and his family trying to become one of the better paid crews in the SEC, that's one thing to talk about that. But then to say, you know, that they're they're greedy or they're, you know, they're just in it for the money, that's inappropriate, right? You got to find places to draw these lines. Wondering out loud about what the best fit for Eric Musselman might be next year, which is our question of the day today. It's a really appropriate question of the day. That's appropriate, going up to Danielle Musselman's daughter in eighth grade and interrogating her about the family's future plans. Inappropriate, right? Not appropriate behavior. So again, lines that you have to draw here. I think talking about, you know, player issues and trying to find out some of the 
behind the scenes, you know, basketball stuff that led to some of the friction on this team. Interesting, appropriate. Talking about player relationships and sexual orientation and trying to judge people for things that you don't know about. I'm not even just talking about people around here. I think we get into, oh, well, it's the Razorback fans. No, folks, a lot of this stuff recently about the basketball program in the last week or two has been, you know, alleged, lobbed, tossed in like a grenade from outside the ranks of Arkansas. I mean, a lot of these stories I'm seeing are from, you know, folks up in, again, Minnesota or Arizona or California or North Carolina. You're not here. How do you know? How do you know? I mean, that to me is the reckless stuff. It's not so much a bunch of crazy fans who want to run the coach's family off. They've had a terrible season, y'all. I mean, yes, they're still alive, like we discussed at the top of the show 15 minutes ago, 20 minutes ago, whatever. This is not where they wanted to be. And so, obviously, fans are going to get up in their arms about a bad season. They have a right to. It's called being a fan. You're a fanatic, literally. You're obsessed with the team. You want them to win. That's the kind of thing that makes sense. Is you being up in arms about the team and its performance. But I don't think that, you know, you need to cross certain lines is the point of that. And so uh, question of the day today. This is a good one. Given everything that's going on. What do you think the best fit is for Moss and his family? Danielle getting out on the Twitter yesterday, calling out the, uh, the rumor mill. Now let's remember... She did the exact same thing at Nevada just a month or two before bouncing on that job. So I don't think that that family wants to leave Arkansas, but anybody who thinks there's not some posturing going on here is not paying attention. The coach's wife said, exactly. Propaganda. Propaganda. No truth to any of the... That's not... Come on now. Come on now, Danielle. Obviously, there's some truth to this stuff. Question of the day today. What's the best... Or you wouldn't have said anything about it. What's the best fit, the best coaching fit for Eric Musselman and his family next year. What's the best fit? We'll put the Southwest schools there, Arizona State and UCLA. I guess you want to lump San Diego State in, that's fine. Maybe you're going up the middle. You want to talk about Minnesota or you want to talk about Louisville or Indiana or something. Okay. NBA opportunity. Pretty broad way to phrase it, but that works too. Or right here in Arkansas, you got a good thing going. You're due for a raise and Look, a lot of that again, folks alleging this and that and the media this and you that and how how can you Hunter Yurchek's got to make a decision too. Does he want to pay the guy his money? Does he want to give him his loot? Or does he want to dance around and play baby games? Kind of like he did with the football program at the end of the year. If you do that, you run the risk of uh, of losing Moss. Then you put yourself in a very precarious situation because he has been your your biggest find has been getting Eric Musselman here on campus and revitalizing this um, this basketball program. All right. lot to discuss. Arkansas wins a basketball game, 91-84 to at Missouri. Got another one in two days. Two and six in the SEC. So it ain't over yet. When we come back from break, we'll hear from Eric Musselman himself, the head hog, talking about a win and addressing some of the stuff that's been going on. Not much, but a little bit of it. And then we'll get into some more of the conversation about the pending Super Bowl matchup with Jermaine Petty, our MOD, set to join us in half an hour or two. It's the real NWAJB. Josh Bertaccini with you, Bunker Studio. Thanks for being here. We're coming right back. 
Herman's Rib House on College in Fayetteville. A tradition like no other around. When you're looking for the best steak, chicken, salmon, something for lunch or dinner, Herman's has your back. This year is their 60th anniversary and the food keeps getting better. Perfect time to stop by and check out their revamped menu, the Dustin Omelet, a personal favorite. Herman's in Fayetteville. Follow them on Instagram or Facebook for more info. Stop by and grab some grub today at Herman's, celebrating its 60th year in business in 2024. Hi, this is Tim Stanley, a longtime local business owner in Northwest Arkansas, and I'm super excited to be a part of JB's new adventure into the digital broadcasting arena, and I had to be a part of it. I also wanted to inform the listening audience that I bought Business World in Little Rock, so now we have more of a full state coverage, just like JB. It's important to be part of his future, or our future, or your future. Call me at Business World, a TDSID company, at 501-374-7000. Golden Corral of Fayetteville features a legendary endless buffet for breakfast, lunch, and dinner to feast the fam or to feast yourself. Enjoy over 150 menu items. Their all-you-can-eat steak is my favorite. Hand-cut USDA top sirloin. Their bakery game is strong, too. You name it, they got it, and they make it good. Golden Corral, a place with something for everyone at a good price. Conveniently located where college meets Maine in Fayetteville. See things in a better light with the folks at New Light Electric. Residential and commercial services. They do remodels and additions, electrical upgrades and repairs, LEDs, installation of hot tubs, vehicle charging stations, and more. If you're looking for the folks who have the best touch, these guys are the lighting experts. They literally do it all, and they can add some light to your life, too. New Light Electric. Like them on Facebook or call 479-220-2836. Hey folks, this is Matt Chambers with Blue Kangaroo Packouts. We know bad things happen and we're here to help, taking care of your contents and possessions when disaster strikes. Covering Northwest Arkansas, North Central Arkansas, and the River Valley, accidents and weather happen all the time. When it does, we have your back. Moving, cleaning, warehousing, cataloging, tracking inventory so you don't lose a single personal possession. More information is online at bluekangaroopackouts.com or give us a call at 479-879-9696. Ripping it up. So many ways to tune into the show if you're trying to do it live. Podbean's a great way to do it. What incredible quality on the audio you get there. It's downloadable for free. App Store, Google Play, get after it. And if you're looking to do it on the website, the real NWHAB.com is served as well. You get the live stream on the show and the post show podcast. Speaking of that, we have what, 200 plus subscribers here on the Apple side of it. 200 plus on Spotify. You guys are awesome. 400 plus on the Poppy. Add it up. We're talking about a thousand live listeners a day and potentially a lot more on the podcast side of it with uh, close to a thousand downloads a day there. So y'all are helping us to grow slow and steady. Nobody's trying to, you know, change the world out the gates. Just trying to bring in some quality sports talk conversation here each and every morning. Lots of talk about the future of the Razorback basketball program. Obviously, and the headlines here of late, some folks able to stomach it, some not. I'm getting the how dare you. That's it's not a good luck. 
Let's muzzle the me- let's muzzle the sports broadcasters, the people who should talk about it. Don't talk about it because I can't handle it. That's a you thing. Eric Musselman able to handle it. Delivered a huge win last night. Wouldn't address any of the rumors going on the last couple days around his program. Canceled the media session on Tuesday, which was a bit alarming. But his team came ready to play in Como last night. Let's hear from the Hedgehog as promised. Some postgame sound after a 91-84 victory for Arkansas over Missouri. Uh, I would say more than a point of emphasis, Hutch, it was uh, it was a mandate, um, you know, to score in what we call zone one. Um, you know, if you settled for threes tonight, you probably were going to come out and not go back in. Um, we did not want to take a lot of three-point shots tonight. Um you know, this this Razorback basketball team for the last 80 minutes of play has played really good basketball. Um, tonight's 40 minutes, we played very well against Kentucky, lost the game. They get they got loose on some threes and 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 you know, last four minutes of that game, not good tonight. Uh, to go on the road and lead for 37 minutes is really, really hard to do. Um and really proud of us offensively scoring 47 and 44 in the two halves. I thought we did a phenomenal job sharing the basketball defensive activity is where it needs to be with 10 steals. This, this group tonight played like teams of, of the past, creating steals, jumping in passing lanes, sharing the basketball. Um, super proud of, of, of the 40 minute effort tonight. And Makai specifically has put together back-to-back double doubles for y'all. Just what have you seen from him? And was this something you maybe saw coming in, in practice or anything? Well, he's, I think he's practiced really hard. I think he's been very focused, um, especially the, the last, uh, you know, 80 minutes of basketball. Um, he's had great practices. Uh, he's had really good pre-practices. He's had good post-practices. Um, I think, you know, the last two games, he's he's had a different renewed focus, um, which, you know, when he plays like that, uh, he's as good as any center in the country the way that he's played the last two games. Yeah, Eric, um, I think the final score is kind of deceptive. You guys pretty much control that thing from about, you know, like you say, the last 37, 38 minutes. What was it like to really be in control in an SEC game, especially on the road? I know Missouri hadn't won a game, but they played a lot of tight games. Yeah, I mean, I I thought, Bob, we played great basketball. I thought there was a a, uh, a renewed sense of, of urgency, a um, a focus, uh, a, a disposition pregame. Um, it was a team that was that that that, that was ready to play. Um, and I'm you know I'm proud. Like I said, I'm proud of their toughness tonight. Proud of the way that we defended in the first half and the second half. When you're playing with the lead defensively, you don't want to put them at the foul line and have the clock stop. So defensively, we got some things that we have to clean up before we go to Baton Rouge on Saturday for an early tip. Um, but I mean, the, the team had fun tonight. You could see it. Um, they competed. They had fun while they were out there. Um, All right, we're getting a good feel for you here as we continue the conversation in Arkansas Razorback land. Eric Musselman reacting to a seven-point win. I want to get you a couple more minutes of this, okay? We've had 10 steals in a game this year. So uh, two really good steps in the right direction. You want your basketball team to be improving. I thought the last 80 minutes we've improved as much as any two games that we've had this year. And then you point guard, you started late and you gave uh, Keon quite a few minutes. You played them together. Uh, team Mark was kind of running the point there at the end. Just how did you feel about the point guard play after kind of a rough, that was a rough spot against Kentucky? 
point guard play was phenomenal. I give it an A plus. Uh, you know, Keon had uh, much. I mean, Keon the, the last two days of practice, he he was focused, and um, you know, so he got the nod tonight. Did thirty two minutes, and his free throws were were very important. Going six for six, and and the ball flows really well when he's out there. And and um, you know, I thought he made a couple great pocket passes that might not have gone down as assist because maybe one of our bigs took two or three dribbles. Um, but I thought our offense was really good. I mean, 91 points on the road is, is, is a large number. And I thought we played consistently offensively both halves. I thought defensively the first half, great defensively, the second half, much, much areas that we need to improve on. Yeah, well, if that's okay, obviously, you know, Mitchell's been, been really big, but you know, Graham's played pretty well, you know, Lawson's played pretty well. So what do you thought of your bigs, especially with, with Trevin out the last couple well, of games? I, I, yeah, I think our, our three headed bigs have been unbelievable. I really do. I mean, I think, uh, you know, Chandler and Jalen and, and, and Kai have been outstanding, not, not good, but outstanding. I mean, Jalen's looking at the rim and he's being super, super aggressive, uh, scoring the basketball. He was, I mean, he had four steals, four assists. I mean, Graham offensively was, was, was outstanding. And Chandler continues to do all the little things that might not show up in a box score. And like I mentioned, Kai's play. I mean, when he plays like that, he's as good as any five in the country. They're kind of going in line with, uh, you know, obviously the 56 points in the paint. You guys out rebound them with the uh, plus nine margin. Can you just talk about how important the rebounding was for you guys tonight and how big of an emphasis that was going into it? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that it was a, I mean, it was a huge point of emphasis, Anthony. I mean, we're, you know, we've done a lot of, of rebounding drills over, over the last, you know, leading up to the Kentucky game, and then we continued on. So uh, certainly, you know, feel that, that that's an important uh, aspect to us winning basketball games. I mean, if we don't rebound Anthony in this league, we're, we're going to, you know, really, really struggle. So uh, proud of our, our defensive rebounding. I thought there was, you know, at times we, we you know, we let some balls slip through our hands and we've got to, you know, we've got to get better at corralling the basketball in traffic, but, um, but, but a much improved uh, job um, on the glass when you look one through five. Fuller, Jackson, sorry, Jackson Fuller. Uh, Muss, what did you make of um, Layden and Menefield's time on the floor together, uh, you know, when they were kind of sharing the point guard duties? Yeah, I mean, a lot of the, a lot of, a lot of matchups and stuff, you know, Jackson, ha I mean, it has to do with, you know, the, what the other team has out there. And obviously, when they play Shawnee and Connor together, it allowed us from a matchup standpoint uh, to play two smaller guards together. There's, there's often nights where, we're going against six, six off guards. And then that changes playing two point guards at the same time. But I thought those two guys tonight played extremely well off of each other. I thought they both were extremely unselfish. Um, I thought defensively, they were really good. You know, it, it created a little bit more defensive havoc um, for the opposition. We were able to extend our defense a little bit more, um, which probably goes in line with, you know, with, with those 10 team steals. Yeah, just what did you, I know they scored 84 points, but what did you make of your team's ability to kind of control the paint on the defensive end as well? It seemed like there wasn't as many dribble drives getting successful, especially along the baseline and such. Yeah, I think our quickness with with Keon and, and, and Layden, it helped us keep the ball in front. It helped us not get into rotations. 
Um, so yeah, that, that definitely helped. And, and then, you know, our, our block shots continue to, to be really, really solid. Graham had three tonight and, you know, as a team, we had six blocks. So that's been a big strength of ours all year. And I think if our perimeter guys can keep the ball in front, like we did tonight, you know, we did give up too many threes, obviously 10 of 20 is an area of concern, but tonight it was, it was about stopping the dribble drive and, and maybe, you know, uh, schematically on me, you know, we were, we were willing to, you know, to live with some threes, especially with 14, um, you know, Robinson and number four, Lewis. So those three threes out of their 10, those are, those are all on my shoulder and a scouting report decision. Good stuff. Eric Musselman giving you a feel for his team's 91 84 road victory against Missouri last night that kept them in the fight, kept them in the race. And obviously it's been a, a tough season for the Hawks. You got all kinds of conversation right now going on about Eric Musselman and his contract renegotiation, which is a real story. I understand the folks who say, why even talk about this? Because I have to. Got my guy, Chris in Missouri on the Facebook page. Chris, this is why I do this professionally and you do not. Chris is like, how dare you talk about that? No, I have to, or I don't have a show anymore. Now, if you want to hide and not talk about the future of anything, you can do whatever you want. A lot of people ran and hid from the football season. I did not, but a lot of people did. You run and hide from whatever you want. It doesn't mean it's not a story. This basketball team is struggling. Eric Musselman and his family are, are having some issues. You got some stuff going on behind the scenes that we've discussed a little bit, a lot that I have not discussed that I'm aware of behind the scenes. Absolutely. This stuff is real right now. And I'd like to see it all get sorted out and everybody come back and try again next year. Of course, that's what I'd like to see happen. Doesn't necessarily mean it's what will happen. Why don't we take a break right now? Good seven, eight minutes from Eric Musselman. Post game sound is promised the real NWA JB rolling. Great to have you on board. And we'll take a quick time out. We come back. Any thoughts you may have had, open up the phones, get some social media responses in. Our question of the day today, what's the best fit for Eric Musselman next year? Let's not be selfish here. What's the best fit for him and his family? Let's put Arkansas on the list. Not forget to put Arkansas right on that list. You know, that's the vote that I'm casting. Conversation continues right after this. A to Z Golf Bars has moved, but it still has the same awesome customer service and phenomenal inventory you won't find anywhere else. Northwest Arkansas's go-to golf car spot for over 20 years. Neighborhood cars, cruisers, course cars, first to the ball or last to the ball, roll up in style with A to Z. Repair work with quick turnarounds too. Now located at 483 North Highway 62 in Rogers, two miles north of the city airport. Call 479 479- 273-9229. Need to lose 100 pounds this year? Don't restrict your diet. Forget joining a gym. Instead, lose the weight of that cheating spouse of yours. At Mock Legal Solutions, there is no hourly billing. You pay one flat fee for your divorce. Call today, 479-769-1505. And let's be honest, it's closer to 200 pounds, right? Mock Legal Solutions. Real advice, reasonable price. 
Shogun of Fayetteville for a special experience every time. Best Japanese cuisine around, they have it all. The sushi is top-notch, but everyone's talking about their hibachi grill. The chefs are incredible. It's delicious and entertaining at the same time. For recruiting, celebrations, or just a good old date night, Shogun of Fayetteville has never let me down. With the scenic view of Fayetteville from the hill by the mall, full menu online, shogunfayetteville.com. Hey guys, you've been feeling a little bit lower energy of late. The motivation's down. Well, it's time to take control of it here in 2024. Bioidentical hormone replacement is state-of-the-art, and Dr. Mark Olson is the only one around focusing on BHRT and his treatments. If you want to feel better, this is the year, and Olson Clinic is the place to get it done with Dr. Mark Olson, now located at 5501 Willow Creek Drive in Springdale. That's right off exit 69 off I-49, online, olsonclinic.com. Builders Direct Lighting offers quality lighting products and solutions for all of your project needs. They buy directly from the manufacturer with no middleman in sight, passing the savings on to you, the customer. From a small office space to a large warehouse, indoor or outdoor, we do it all. Yes, we can even light your pickleball court. For more info, visit buildersdirectlighting.com or call 479-256-0461. Tremendous stuff today. Good calls. Appreciate the feedback on the social media. And uh, basketball, basketball, and basketball. So you spent a lot of time this morning breaking down last night's, I think, dominant win, 91-84 to for the Arkansas Razorbacks in Como over a Missouri team that's not very good. But, I mean, what am I going to do about that? Johnny T saying it doesn't prove much. Well, you know, I mean, it shows that you're still in the fight. It shows that you went on the road and won a game. And then, of course, look at that big picture. Arkansas Razorback basketball with a lot of discussion in the headlines locally and nationally throughout the last couple of weeks. Folks definitely in a blame the media kind of mode right now. And I think you need to pay attention to the facts of the matter. Eric Musselman is aggressively negotiating for a new contract. You might not like that. You might not like the timing of it, but he wants to get paid. And this is on, you know, the University of Arkansas to make this work. You don't pay the guy what he wants. You don't give him what he wants. It's not just payment. You got to give him commitment on NIL money and resources and staff. And so it's not a black and white situation like some want it to be. I got Aaron and Brian. So folks, stop it, JB. Stop what? I'm asking a question. What is the best coaching fit for Eric Musselman next year? Is it here at Arkansas? Is it elsewhere? Is it in the NBA? And the folks who can't handle the grown-up sports conversations, go find some make-believe nonsense. Go do a show for yourself, okay? These are facts we're talking about. Jermaine Petty, the MOD, a man who deals in facts. Coach, teacher, media mogul, good friend of mine. Nice to hear his voice this morning. What's up, JP? Good, baby. How you doing this morning? Man, I'm doing better after a uh, big win yesterday for the Razorbacks. How about that dub in Columbia? Man, that was a big win for us. We need it, you know, to go on the road and get a win. And, and, and see those guys play together, man. It looked like they was having fun. 
They did. They looked like they're on the same page again. Do you believe in the addition by subtraction possibility? Oh, yes, I do, man. You know, some, some, sometimes you got to go through that, man, just to get to where you got to go. But but as long as those guys keep playing together and playing for each other, you know, so you, it, it's more of a, a transport portal roster. So if those guys play together, man, I think it's they're going to turn this season around. I hope so. Two and six now. And we've seen Musk with some huge surges in recent years. Last year, they only got to eight and ten and still got themselves an NCAA tournament berth. How about the timing of all of this? The team having issues. I'm not even worried about the, you know, the salacious stuff. I haven't talked about that at all. I don't believe that to be true based on my, you know, efforting of information and investigating. But I do believe that Eric Musselman is is negotiating for a new contract because his contract says the timing is happening now. And so um, it's bothering some folks. And then you're getting the attack the media thing. It's a very confusing time to be covering this Razorback basketball team. No question there is a ton of stuff going on behind the scenes, JP. Oh, yeah, man. And I tell you what, must have been pushing for a new contract. Yeah, the season's not going the way that we want it as fans. But if he's pushing for a new contract, that means somebody might be in his ear that want to pull him away from the Razorbacks. And he's want to see if we're going to give him a little more money. You think he's right to go for it now? I mean, the timing isn't great. Oh, yeah, this is the perfect timing. I mean, I mean, the timing for him to ask for a contract, you know, extension, because, yeah, they're struggling, they're not winning, but but you want to be able to pay the guy, even, even if he, they're not having a season that we want them to have. He's putting together a good roster when those guys do play together, and we don't want to lose a coach like Eric Musselman right now. I mean, he's a real good coach. I think it's more than just his money. I think he wants commitments about the coaching staff, the salary pool, NIL. You hear so many coaches in college sports talk about wanting commitments on NIL, bigger pools of money to go get players with. I mean... You just wonder at a certain point how much Arkansas can afford because they obviously did not spend the money to overhaul the football program, right? So now I'm wondering how much money they're going to spend on basketball, JP. Oh man, that 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 is a great question, though, JB. But but you, and nowadays with this NIL, you do have to have somebody to commit to you because these young guys, you know, they want to get paid off their name, image, and likeness. And, and, and when they see other schools just, you know, handing that money out like that, they why would I come to Arkansas if the NIL program is not really committed to it? But if we do commit to those guys, man, we need to see the performance on the court or on the field. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's what's the, the, the hard part about really trying to get into the NIL, especially when your season's not going the way that you want it. Who want to invest in, into a dump that's not, that's not responding like you want them to? I, I agree. Rich people and boosters and fundraisers don't get there by being reckless with their money, right, Jermaine? I mean, it's true. It's true. Right. And you got to put it to a good cause, you know, and you got to see it grow. You know, so if I'm dumping into the NIL program and, and we at the top of the sporting chain, I have no complaints. But if I'm dumping into the NIL and we lose it, yep. I'm going to have to withdraw. I'm, I'm yeah. going to have to pull back. No, I think these are good thoughts out of you as a former player and coach and a guy who's around the university. I mean, you got to. 
you got to keep it real. That's what I'm trying to do too here. Um, I, I just um, I, I wonder how serious the University of Arkansas is about paying Musselman and making him one of the top. You know, he should be one of the top three highest paid coaches in this conference. I mean, who, who else is out there? Calipari. I mean, who else? Bruce Pearl. Okay, he already got his big money. We're running out fast. I mean, Nate Oates at Alabama ain't better than Eric Musselman. You know, who, who, what Rick Barnes at Tennessee. I mean, right now, Musk is one of the bottom lowest paid coaches in the league. Look, at some point, Arkansas and and Razorback fans, if you want to be taken seriously, you got to pay people seriously. That's all. Um, I hope it works out. You know, I'm a huge Musk fan. And I think his family's in a great spot, too. So a lot of things up in the air right now. But a win yesterday was critically important. I thought it was critically important. Let's do a little football. I thought your Ravens had to win that game against the Chiefs for, for Lamar's sake, for Harbaugh's sake. I know you're a diehard Ravens fan. That must have been rough for you last week, JP. Oh, man, it was. It, it was really rough. You know, uh, I'm going to jump on that conspiracy theory. I think Taylor Swift swung the game for us. But now this joke The Chiefs just outplayed us, man. You know, you know, we couldn't have, have big turnovers. You know, going into the end zone, Lamar throwing it in three coverage. So it, it was just all the way around bad for the Ravens, you know. So good luck to the Chiefs and, and hope that those guys go in there and get it done. But I'm also happy that we still have the Razorback with, with Greenlaw still in there uh, from 49ers. And I see that uh, Brandon Allen's on that team too. So yes. two Razorbacks in the Super Bowl, I'm really excited. I like that angle out of you. Let's root for Trey, whose games we used to call. Let's root for uh... – for Brandon Allen, who hopefully will not see the field, that would mean disastrous injuries for the Niners and a very lopsided Super Bowl. Um, how do you pick against Mahomes in this game, JP? How do you even do that? Man, it's hard because, you know, every time people doubt him, he finds a way to make plays. And and so, but, but I'm going to go with the 49ers, man. I really think they're going to get it done this year. Um, it got to be against the Chiefs, man, because they took my Ravens out. But, but I really think the 49 is going to get it done. Tremaine Petty, the man, the myth, the legend himself, a guy who had just a ton of tackles his senior year. For some reason, the number escapes me. How many did you have, JP? I finished with 150. Mm. A few a little, a little harder than others, right? Oh yeah, just a little bit. You know, <laughs> some of them, some of them, I, I felt it the next day, but. So, man, it was a lot of work done. It today. was a lot of work, and I'm sure it was worth it, right? Um, man, what a career you had! All American, 2001, 2002. Have we found a uh, a new uh, Asian buffet? Have we found one, or do I just have to drag you back to Diamond Head? What do you want to do? Okay, we can just have to drag me back to Diamond Head. Okay. You know, they all shut down around us, so I guess we got to go to the valley. I mean, it bothers me, JP, but you're not wrong. Our, uh, our our East Asian cuisine, there aren't a ton of options. Uh, River Valley, I think it has to do with the population, too. A um, lot more options. Man, they have some great faux restaurants down there, too. Diamond Head, not one of them, by the way. That's not... Uh, I know Larry last, asked me last time, do they have faux there? They don't. No, that's... Uh, more Chinese cuisine. All right, I'm going to let you go, JP. You're a rock star. Thank you for the real thoughts about Musk. We'll talk soon, brother. All right, JB. Let's go, Hawks. All right, he's the man, Jermaine Petty. Nice to hang out and make it happen. The real NWA JB. Meaningful conversations and getting it done with you, the people. You can follow, listen, watch, subscribe at The Real NWA JB. Of course, back with you. For a Friday edition of the program tomorrow, we'll look ahead some more to this Arkansas LSU game on Saturday, 11 a.m. on the tip for that. 
And then right after that bad boy, we turn it around and we make it happen for uh, for you folks on the post game. People's post game. One o'clock, I'm thinking, on Saturday afternoon. All right, final break of the morning. We'll come back. What we learned, closing thoughts. It's the real NWAJB from the Bunker Studio. Stay tight.